Hello and welcome to An Interesting Fact with me, your host, Ken, also known as Tomo-kun. Today we're going to be talking about the ups and downs of dating and the flaws that plague this entire world, not only in everyday life, but also in the school system. Excuse me. Now, let's get started. Now, dating is an interesting subject to talk about. In most cases, it's extremely touchy. In other cases, it's extremely informative. Some people need advice. Some people need just that little extra push to get right into the dating world. But with every single little bit of dating, there is misconceptions, stereotypes, and let's face it, flaws. And I'm going to be talking about that today. Now, normally with this podcast, I would say, hey, this is something that's on my mind or whatever. But I also try to give some informative and satirical advice. Well, information makes some satire and then give some advice, you know. Whether you take it or not is totally up to you. So the first thing I'd like to point out is in high school. In high school, there is like this non-stop genre. And that genre, or rather stereotype, is that all the pretty girls are with the jocks. And honestly, that's just not fair. And I will tell you why. Because of the fact that, and this is coming from a nerd, this is somebody that has been, you know, doing all sorts of stuff that is nerd and weird-like for the entirety of his life. And I can tell you this, nerds have a lot more perks than jocks ever will. And I will tell you a couple of reasons. For starters, yes, we don't have the looks but we make up for it in brain power. And how we do that is that we research everything. If you want somebody that is an attentive listener, somebody who listens to your problems, keeps you happy, and knows what you like, takes notes on what you like and dislike, what bothers you, what doesn't bother you, what makes you happy, what cheers you up, etc., what your ideal date is, they will write that shit down. And honestly, it's one of the more, it's one of the greatest things that you could ever feel in your life, is feeling appreciated and feeling loved. And that is what we nerds will more do more than happy to. And also, here's the crazy thing, we may not have a lot of confidence, but I can assure you, that once you start interacting with us, our confidence will build. And with confidence comes commitment, and with commitment comes love. Now, another thing is that um, with nerds, we like to uh, do all sorts of research, and yes, we have our moments where we spout out absolute nonsense, but do you want to know what you ladies can do? On behalf of your kind, not, I mean like, you know, the, the pretty, prissy girls, you can listen to us and take action as well as take notes. Take an interest in what we like. Like, say, for example, um, uh, there's a nerd and this girl walks up to him in order to give my particular idea a shot. Just take initiative 
and look at him, look at what he's doing, and just try to take some notes, you know? Take interest in what he is interested in. Maybe he's playing some D&D with friends, and maybe you want to join up. Because another thing is that, and I'm going to be covering this in another podcast, is that D&D is not as lame as a lot of people think. In fact, it's really fun. Another thing I'd like to point out is that with... Honestly, with nerds, yes, we don't have the fancy car, we don't have the fancy whatever, but that's because we are investing our money in other products. We are putting it into, like, stock or something. Seriously, it's one of the greatest, most rewarding experiences to save your money and to use it towards something that will get you even more money in the long run. In most cases, a lot of nerds have jobs already. But it's not to, but it's not just to save it, but also to like get stuff that makes us happy. So, <laughs> I guess one of the things that you can say is that we're just about as vain as everybody else. Well, I mean, material item. You get, you get what I'm saying. So, another thing I'd like to point out is that with nerds. As I said, we're good with money, we're good with uh, staying on time, we're never going to be late, and on top of that, nobody else will give us a shot, so we're never going to cheat on you. I mean, unless, of course, you have your friends come out and say, hey, you want to wanna do this, want to wanna hang out and do all sorts of dirty stuff? Naturally, as the social outcasts, we're going to say either uh, sure, or if we have prior engagements, such as a date or a hangout with our significant other, we're going to say, I'm sorry, I've got plans, be gone thought. <laughs> and with every single aspect that is dating, there is a tier list. And honestly, that tier list is nothing more than a simple hierarchy that's based on absolute nonsense. We live in the information age. We, as nerds, are supposed to be the alpha males, and yet we're still forced to back down because of testosterone junkies. And honestly, I'm getting sick of it. I'm getting sick of testosterone-filled junkies. Now, I know a lot of you are thinking, what is this idiot rambling on about? Well, what I'm rambling on about is I'm a nerd that's actually been there. I, unfortunately, have been in high school. I was a nerd that was actually somewhat attractive. I mean, now I kind of look like Majin Buu with glasses, but (laughs) I I say that as a way to put myself down because a lot of nerds do have self-confidence issues. And that's one of the things that you need to, that ladies need to do. You gotta build your man up, and then mold him into this confident SOB. So, as I said, I was somewhat attractive. I was like a five, if anything. I wasn't like hideous or anything like that. But, the thing was that in most cases, girls would use me in order to get back at their exes. Or to get back with their exes. And quite frankly, that just wasn't cool. That was not cool at all whatsoever. So, believe me, I've been there. I've been on the other side of the bench. I've been cheated on multiple times. And it it stung. It really freaking stung. 
And that's one thing that you should not do, ladies, is that you should not, under any circumstances, try to lead a man of fragile emotional stability and just lead him on. That's honestly one of the biggest bitch moves you can possibly do. And I use this term lightly because of the fact that I would say something else entirely, but I don't want to be too vulgar. So, on top of that, just pay attention to your man. Pay attention to what the nerd has to say. Take an interest in what he finds interesting, and who knows, you might just find it interesting as well. It's kind of like a BDSM. Or at least some of the aspects of BDSM. Once you take a look at it, once you actually experience it, you think to yourself, Huh, now I get it. This makes sense. It clicks with me. But that's going to be for another day. For now, we're just focusing on dating. And here are a couple of tips. And here's a couple of tips for uh, the aspect that is uh, paying attention to your partner as well as paying attention to certain signals, whether or not they're they're bored, whether they're having a nice time or anything like that. Um, with nerds, it's not that hard to please us. You know, you don't have to take go to a, like a fancy restaurant. We can easily just stick with a burger joint. But you got to tell us that so that way we don't blow all of our cash on you in like less than, you know, two seconds. Because um, if you're just after us for our money, I would say just go away. If you're not going to be there for our personality and you're not going to be there for our affection, then you're not even worth our time. You would give us a bad name. It's not cool. And quite frankly, it's just, I know I'm kind of circling back saying it's not cool. It's not, it's not great, you know, but I'm saying it because it's true. It it hurts. Just think about this. Um... A famous philosopher once said, do unto others as you would unto yourself. Or others would unto... Do to others what you would do... What what you would want others to do to you. So if you want to be hurt in that kind of aspect, I mean, there's an entire spectrum of BDSM for that. But that's... I'll get into that a different day. Um, one of the signals that signify that we're not interested is that we show disinterest. And that means, like, not looking off into the distance, looking at our phone, um, maybe playing with our food a little bit, uh, something like that. Uh, but that doesn't mean that you're doing something wrong per se. It just means that, uh, we had something else in mind. So one of the things that um, I want to point out is that one of the things that you can do for that person is communication. Communication is extremely important in any kind of aspect of a relationship. And what is that? An interesting fact. Another interesting fact is that uh, the same rule applies in the BDSM lifestyle. Well, that's one of the seasons. That one of the three C's that apply in BDSM. But again, that's for a different day. Another thing I'd like to point out for um, uh, vehicle-wise 
vehicle-wise. In most cases, whenever somebody has like a big car or a fancy car or a really expensive looking car, it in most cases, you know, like a sports car, a big ass pickup truck, like, like a Hummer or something like that, it means they're overcompensating for something. Those are the people you want to steer clear of. The people with the junky car, the people with the with the car that they just cannot fix under any circumstance, they're undercompensating. Unless of course unless of course they keep asking you for money, in which case, yeah, just drop that guy like a like a hot like a fat man drop celery. So as it comes for your selection process, don't be picky based on looks, okay? That's just vanity that fades, all right? So get yourself out of that. Yes, you want someone to be attractive, but it's the inner person that you want to look for. It's that little person inside with a little pink golf cap saying, Hi there, I'm the real person inside. Because with most nerds, they are chivalrous. They love to help people. In most cases, the we're not all absolute geeks. We're just trying to live our life just like everybody else. And when you live your life like everybody else, what else can you do, you know? Now we move on to the adult world. As for selection process, it's the same thing as I said. Don't look just on looks, that's just vanity. Date around, you know, look for something that's interesting. Excuse me, I uh, had a bit of a non-existent breakfast this morning. <laughs> so one of the things that you should look into, honestly, is um, the type of diet that they are interested in. If they have a well-balanced diet, go for it. If they have, like, a mainly sugar diet, but that's mostly because of an addiction, I would say that's fine. Actually, you know what? Never mind. Never mind the diet. Because in most cases, it just depends on a person's stamina more than anything else. So, in turn... You should just date around, see what you can find, see what fits, see what doesn't fit. Um, more specifically, I would say if the guy is saying, hey, let's go to laser tag or something like that, um, try it out. Even if you're not the most athletic person, just give it a shot. Because laser tag or even paintball is super fun. And the whole point of it is just to have fun, you know... Look for others, take a shot or three. It's honestly the most fun that you'll ever have. Also, fun and interesting fact, it works as a team building exercise, laser tag. The only reason why I know this is because I worked at an office that allowed me to play laser tag on uh, one particular occasion, and that was when the bowling alley was closed. But now with this whole COVID-19 thing going around, until it lifts... The only thing that I can recommend to you, honestly, is just try to keep yourself at a distance. Try to maybe talk to somebody over text messages or something. Doesn't have to be for just straight sex. It could just, you know, 
feel around, see what works, see what doesn't work. Let's see, I've gone over high school, and I've gone over adult world dating, I've gone over just about everything. Hmm. Oh, yes. Um. You don't, uh, clothing. You don't have to dress like an absolute streetwalker just to get us to get a rise. Unless, of course, you want to get a rise out of us, in which case... I say, freaking go for it, but whatever. But, in most cases, nerds are just looking for somebody to have companionship with. And with companionship is... With companionship comes trust. And with trust comes love. But, if for whatever reason you break that trust, we probably won't forgive you for it. Unless, of course, you beg for the forgiveness, in which case, being egomaniacs, the egomaniacs that we are, I would say, yes, if you swear not to do it again and you sign a contract, because, <laughs> because in most cases, nerds are going to do that. We're going to write up a contract, you're going to sign it, and if you break it, you won't get another shot. Everybody gets a sec- Everybody gets two, two shots. The first shot is when you approach us. The second shot is if you cheat on us and you beg for our forgiveness. All right. But if you're just going to go ahead and throw your life away, then you're missing out, honestly. Because if you miss out on a nerd, you're missing out on a lot. And quite frankly, it's it's disheartening, honestly. So, in any case, this has been an interesting fact. I am aware that this particular episode is short, but it gets down to the bedrock of what is going on in the world. Well, dating-wise, that is. This is Tomo-kun, and I will see you guys later on another episode of An Interesting Fact. Have a great day.